Hi, this is Noel T. Manning II, and welcome to Cinema Scene right here on WGWG and online WGWG.org. Very happy to have as our guest today, Yancey Butler. Uh, Yancey, uh, thank you for being here today. Of course. Thank you for asking me. I'm happy to be here. I'll tell you, you have had a uh, long career uh, in arts and entertainment, and you've had this kind of deep love for that. I guess going back to childhood, um, I would love for our listeners to hear a little bit about how you got involved in this arts and entertainment uh, world. Sure. Well, my, my mother was a company manager for Broadway shows, and my father, uh, he's still in a rock and roll band called The Love and Spoonful. So. Yeah. It was the last family business that they wanted me to go into, you know, but they, uh, but I, I, the deal was I went to college and I could, you know, that was the deal with them. And then I, I had student loans to pay back. So I, <laughs> so I decided to uh, try out this business and it's been a, a wild ride ever since. Well, it, at what point did you realize that you had something and that you could make a living doing, doing something like this? You know, I just always, I always loved storytelling. You know, it's one of the oldest art forms that we have, and I always loved just telling stories. And I think that, you know, my first job was doing a Law and Order for Dick Wolf, and I really credit him with the rest of my career because he took a chance on me very shortly after that, starring in a television series. So, I think, I think when I caught Dick's eye, I, I thought, wow, wow, maybe I can actually do this, and. Uh, and I used to just do it really for fun, you know, in, in college and stuff. I didn't do a lot of it. I did mostly academics, but I just loved the whole idea of storytelling and being different characters. So, Now, were you, did you do uh, stage plays while you were in college, or did, did you... You know, I didn't do a lot. I was an anthropology, English lit, and child psychology uh, <laughs> wow. girl, really. Yeah, I figured <laughs> for those amount of dollars, the theater was for, for you know, a, another time. Yeah. But, um, but, you know, I was deemed a scholar and then decided to do this anyway, so I don't know what I was thinking. I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up, no, but I'll figure, I'll figure hey, it out you, someday. But, I, I, yeah. feel, I feel the same way about every other day I wake up and I'm like, what do I want to do today that's different yes. than I did yesterday? So I understand. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yes. Well, it keeps life interesting. Now, did, did you find that once you started acting, there was something therapeutic about that for you? Very much so. You know, it's it's not only therapeutic for, for the audience, you know, the best day is when somebody comes up to me and they tell me that I helped them through a particular difficult time or they could relate to this character, you know, in, in X amount of ways. And, and not only can it be therapeutic just to go out to entertainment for audiences, but it's also therapeutic for me in that, you know, I get to, I get to, because of who my mother was, I leave my problems at the stage door. You know what I mean? So when I go to work, I, consider myself very professional and you know when I whatever's going on in my life I'm able to kind of escape that and and become somebody entirely different and it can be really fun um you know and and also help with life I think you know it's it's fun to become different characters and 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 try on their problems you know it helps me get out of myself really well, you've you've done some feature films, and you had you've worked with uh, Jean Claude Van Damme, you've worked with uh, yeah. Wesley Snipes, and and then you got a chance to do this thing called Witchblade, that uh, you know had this this comic book superhero different vibe to it. Now today, every time you turn around, there's something superhero related that we're hearing, but it wasn't yes. so much that way in the early two thousands. But you had this great opportunity with Witchblade, which is still has this great cult following. 
Yes, it really does. You know, it's, somebody just pointed out to me it's the 20th anniversary, and I can't believe it. It's time just... <laughs> Lies. I think it was a little before its time, yeah. if anything. But you know, we were we were just supposed to do a movie of it, and it it got apparently like the best ratings of any summer. I don't know what it was, but they decided to make it into a series. So as short lived as it was, we really got an extra two years out of it that we didn't expect. And and uh, yes, I hadn't seen the comic prior to agreeing to to star in that television show, and I just remember thinking, oh my goodness, what have I gotten myself into? But it was. <laughs> It was a really great uh, series, and 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 what was challenging, Noel, is to to, you know, to um, to appease to the to the diehard comic book right. fan, right? You know, and to make sure that they were happy with the finished product. And and from what I hear, from all accounts, they were. Now, how did you do that? I mean, did you just kind of take on what you felt that character should be, or did you listen to what the comic fans were asking for during that time? Well, you know, we were we pretty much we had a great showrunner, Ralph Hamaker, at the time, and and uh, and Dan Halstead produced it. And we really, we really just made sure that um, that we were staying true to the comic book, but also updating it to be present day, so it could work in a in a moving picture. You know, with with comics, obviously, you have cells and you have a frozen image, and we had to make that flow. And I think they did an amazing job with creating stories that people could watch in present-day television. Now, have you had a chance uh, since the series ended, well, 18, I guess so, years ago, to go to some of these uh, comic conventions? Uh, talk I about, have. Talk about some of those experiences that you have with the fans. Yeah, they come out of the woodwork. They're <laughs> definitely there. People would love to see a reunion, and I'd love to do it. Yeah, there are. Sarah Pizzini was the name of my character, and they're Sarah Pizzini fans, and they just loved Witchblade. And it's so nice to be able to hear that even this many years later, you know, that people not only were, were satisfied that we were doing the comic book, the tribute that it deserved, but, but and, you know, the, the respect that it deserved, but that they really enjoyed the series. One of the things you mentioned earlier was this was kind of ahead of its time. What do you think about what we're seeing now in the world of comic book films, uh, you know, we're seeing Oscar winners uh, come out of these comic book films now. And you're seeing the blockbusters that when you look at the end of the year and what makes the most money, the comic book films are always up there. Why do you think that it's such a big draw now? I think that, I think that certainly, you know, comic books are stuff that, you know, it's a rite of passage almost for every kid to, to enjoy comic books. I hope that's still the case. I know that I grew up with Betty and Veronica, and, <laughs> you know, and, and, and Archie comics and, and the like. And, and I think that that's just the movie going audience. You know, they're really loving to see these characters that they grew up with come to life and being portrayed by these actors that do it really beautifully, I think. Now, what is it now that brings you to a role? Is there a certain type of character that you're drawn to when you're taking on new responsibilities and roles? I really just think that, you know, I like challenges. I like playing people that I particularly haven't played before. You know, I played a lot of uh, cops in my time, and I love playing cops, and, and I love cops. But I think that now I'm looking, as I get older as well, for for more challenging roles, and um, and uh, and it really has to be the project. You know, I, I've been doing a lot of independent films, uh, like the one that is coming out, and um and I think that when I see somebody that hasn't made a movie be- before, particularly, or I just really I need to like the story. 
Well, let's talk about the story of the film Emerald Run, and what is it about that story that, that brought you to it? Well, speaking of Witchblade, the great thing is that my co-star play, is played by David Chokichi, who is also a Witchblade uh, cast member, and the man who directed it, Eric Edabari, also was in Witchblade as well, so it was almost like a family reunion yeah. uh, every day on the set, and uh, David had originally brought me this project, and uh, I really liked it because it was, you know, it's this, it's this thriller where this man is, you know, um, faced with this really incredibly dangerous and difficult situation. And uh, it's this kind of rough-and-tumble, fast-car-moving thing. But what I liked about this and what made it different is that this man is going on a, a journey internally to find out, you know, where he stands morally in the world and what his faith really means to him in terms of a higher power and kind of the struggles that he goes through and the questions that he faces along the way about what he really is willing to do for his family in terms of money and how he's willing to provide. And I thought it was an interesting twist in a, in a kind of story that's been told before. You know, when you have those kind of family reunions, I, I think one of the things that I really appreciate about the film and the uh, TV community is it is a family. You do find yourself uh, working with some of those same people time and time again. Uh, if you're fortunate enough to do so. And when that happens, yes. I think you do fall back into this comfort zone. And talk a little bit about that comfort zone of what you gain from the film and TV community of family. Oh, it's wonderful. Uh, David and I just actually completed another project, and we've done a film in the past before, and it's, it's really wonderful. You know, when you're working on an hour episodic, um, you can sometimes work up to 18, 19, 20 hours a day. Um, and, uh, yeah, people think it's so glamorous, but it's, it's really a lot of hard work. Yeah. And so we got to know each other so very well, and we became really close. And you're seeing these people more than you do your actual family. And so we became our own little family. And to work with David and Eric again was just such a treat, you know, in, in another uh, project. And um, it really was. Like, I consider them my brothers. I really do. And I'm so fortunate uh, to be having worked with them again and we're actually looking to do another project together so i'm really excited about that well yancy uh, butler i appreciate you taking the time to be with us here today on of course cinema scene and uh, i want to give you a chance to share any final thoughts or final comments uh, about what else we can see from yancy butler sure well i actually have two horror films coming out it seems to be the genre du jour that people <laughs> enjoy these horror films but um I have one that's called Dem Banger, and uh, we just won a slot at the festival at, uh, in Austin, the South by Southwest Festival, and another film after that called Severed Silence, which is a really good film as well. So I'm looking forward to those as well. Well, thanks so much for taking the time, and uh, look forward to... Of course, to... and great questions. Thanks, Noel. <laughs> well, I look forward to continuing to, to watch your work and uh, continued success for you in the future. Uh, if you have comments, please send those to us at info at wgwg.org. Yancey Butler, thanks for spending time with us today. Thank you so very much, and great questions. I really appreciate it. Have a great day. Till next time, that is a wrap.